You're listening to Real Talk with Manal, why your marketing is killing your business. A previously recorded Facebook Live episode where dental professionals discuss, share, and learn about dental marketing. Manal Sampat is an Amazon best-selling author, entrepreneur, speaker, healthcare provider, and enthusiastic shoe lover. She's been featured in The Huffington Post, Forbes, Dentistry IQ, The Guinness Book of World Records, and more. Join her as she discusses marketing, team, and business growth with other industry experts. And if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today, simply text the word RESOURCES to 38470. So here's the next question that I have. Do you need to take a probiotic with food? Um, I would. All probiotics in nature come with food. So anytime you take vitamins or any supplement in an empty stomach, the body is going, where's the rest of the deer? Where's the rest of the vegetable? So anytime we reduce, and human beings, especially smart people, want to reduce it. What's in a tomato that I can take in a pill? I talk about the benefits of green tea. What's in green, can I take a green tea extract in a capsule? Um, potassium, because I have to eat a banana, do I have to, can I take a potassium pill? And I think smart people always wanna know what's the most efficient way to eat. And food is not like that. Re- reductionist theories have always proven wrong. Reductionist theories always proven wrong. There's so many phytonutrients, antioxidants and coenzymes in tomatoes, plants and vegetables and fruit that anytime we reduce it to one little enzyme, we're always proven wrong 20, 30 years later. So that being said, if you want to, all probiotics in nature come with food, I would say eat them with food unless some kind of proprietary blend, uh, man or woman made, has said eat it on an empty stomach. But I'd say most probiotics should be taken in food. But you're naturally take a probiotic if you eat vegetables. Probiotics have vegetables have pre and probiotic qualities. Fermented foods have pre and probiotic qualities. So things like yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, uh, miso soup, cheese, um, kimchi, kombucha, um, they all come with pre and probiotics. So you can take a a supplement, which is a a shortcut, but nature provides, as you said, it gives you the complete spectrum. That's why anytime a doctor says, when people ask a doctor, do I need to take a supplement? Almost all doctors say, not if, not if you have a balanced diet. Great answer. You know how many people actually have a balanced diet? 5% of the population. Because they've actually shown that 95% of people do not eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. 95%. So that mm-hmm. being said, 95% of people need to supplement somehow. So you don't need them. But because most of us don't, 95% of us need to take a fiber supplement. Most of us need to take a probiotic supplement. Most, most of us need to take vitamin D because we're not spending any time. in the, It's sunny today. But unless you deliberately spend 30 minutes outside in the sun, you're going to be deficient in vitamin D. Oh, it's in mushrooms. It's in egg yolk. It's in fatty fish. Well, you don't like fish. You don't eat mushrooms and you don't (laughs) eat eggs. So you need a supplement. So I'm all about nature provides, but if you're not outside in the sun, if you're not eating the complete spectrum of food, you need to take a supplement. And that's where I think it kind of goes different, right? That's where I think it kind of uh, goes back and forth with it is we have it. Are we using it? Just same thing. Like I have five different ways to work out. Are you going to work out? Um, Yes. Sometimes it's, you know, it's up to us to, to really get into that. And I think that's a great way to look at it is sometimes we need supplements when we don't have a balanced diet. And we are, we are in need of that, uh, you know, additional thing because of that. Uh, here, so Claire is asking us a question here and she says, can we restore gut flora without additional supplements? Which you, in a way, you just kind of answered. If so, which foods will help to get the job done? Be very surprised how people have gut problems, but it's not necessarily a food problem it's an emotional problem or it's anxiety. Almost every disease, especially chronic ones or autoimmune that don't get better, 
have an emotional quality to them. And it's really hard to tangibly talk about emotions. So a lot of mainstream medicine doesn't talk about the stress factor in all disease. But the body does usually does not have a disease unless there's been some kind of stress before. And long enough. You, can, you and I can have a bad night. We're not going to get sick the next day. You and I have a bad summer. Now we've set the tone for disease. Because anytime you're stressed out or angry, the it puts you in immediate fight or flight. Anytime you're in fight or flight, the body always puts long-term healing on hold. If you're upset, you put, your body puts long-term healing on hold tonight. Three days into it, though, all of a sudden the cold sore. Three days into it, you bite your cheek, and now you have a canker sore and aphthous ulcer. So anytime we're under stress, which is, think of COVID-19, think of 2020, think of that, um, the plane downing in Iran, think of uh, financial, think of dentists going back. All our immune systems, I don't care who you are, we're all right now working at half-mast. Hence, you need to really look at the over. You know what I just realized? I need to plug my, uh, I need to plug my computer in. My oh. computer's at half-mast. So, so you keep them entertained like you always do. Let me grab my, it'll take me like two minutes to grab it and I'll come back, okay? Uchi's back and his computer's all plugged in, so I'm gonna bring him right back. There he is, perfect. Hello, there, welcome back. There we go. <laughs> there we go, there we go. Well, so, we have, a, yeah, go ahead. No. The gut flora. Fitness and nutrition is so mystified. I, I read a whole book called Diet Myths, uh, written four years ago by an epidemiologist in England, uh, Tim Spector full of myths and the more myths there are and the more confusion the more people don't start because a lot of smart people dentists hygienists assistants consultants because we so we get so focused on the minutiae do i need do i need a liposomal enzyme is my intermittent fasting 16 and 8 um is intermittent fasting the same as caloric restriction um what kind of probiotic human or soil based we get so mired in the minutiae we get confused and a confused mind never advances clearly. And what it does, it makes people have what's called paralysis by analysis. So I'm all about trying to dispel myths. Myths are so huge at stopping smart people. Sometimes the people with the most, I'm not gonna say simple mind, but the people with a more, a simple mindset, let's say, that aren't confused with lots of theories and don't, you know, would you have four medical doctors? You know, would you have four personal trainers? If a, if a, if a patient had four dentists all prescribing different treatment plans, yeah. you'd be confused. So to advance in your dental, find a dental office that you enjoy and don't get seven opinions. You will be, end up with more confusion. So stay with the solid common threads and you will look at the, the forest and you won't get stuck on the trees. I think many people are stuck on the trees with fitness. So I get all these absurd questions. Uchi, what are liposomal enzymes? I'm like, what's that? <laughs> um, uh, Uchi, I heard that nightshade vegetables call in inflammation. I have not cut out nightshade vegetables. <laughs> I get questions about Uchi. Are lectins as toxic as they say? Lectins, I've read three top books by nutritionists and medical doctors. None of them have mentioned the word lectin. None of them, none of them. So tomatoes aren't inflammatory. Um, red, orange, and yellow peppers aren't inflammatory. Um, strawberries might be allergic for some people who are allergic. So some people shouldn't eat strawberries. But to say strawberries are, can kill you, I don't know. Only if you have, a, have, a, have a, a, an anaphylactic style, you know, full histamine reaction to them. So. People talk about the admired in the minutia and they really don't benefit from the fundamentals where I could have you, I could have anyone with a flat stomach. I could have anyone getting back to their college or high school weight following simple, effortless, easy mindset. And I've done it with people. I'm actually working with some clients one-on-one now. I, I'm not a, I love one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm kind of almost too high energy to handle one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> uh, it's like having, uh, it's like having Tony Horton P90X Dr. Oz and Tony Robbins all in the same room. It's a little crazy. 
So I do some one-on-one -on -one coaching. I love it. Um, however, anyone, I bet anyone could follow some basic principles that I share, flat stomach, and they could get back to their high school weight within about 90 to 120 days. That's without, awesome. You know, that's, that's, I, could say, I can guarantee it. I guarantee it. That's awesome. I mean, I would like to do that. <laughs> I was, I was, I was very skinny in high school, and it was great, you know. But uh, were you vegetarian? Were you a vegetarian back then, or no? Yeah, I've been a vegetarian all my life. But you see, what happened was, uh, it's what you said: the balance was lost. When okay. I, yeah, when I moved from, and I was also seeing patients when I was on the East Coast. So when I moved to the West, uh, the West Coast, I literally worked from an office chair unless I'm traveling to speak. So okay. a lot of it was I was losing that physical energy that I need to lose because um, anything I eat is even if I could have like a one slice of apple, that energy needs to be lost somehow, you know, and that's where that's where it's become a sedimentary life, which caused more weight gain. Yeah. Were you sorry, were you born in, in where were you born? I was born in India. I was born in India. So there's a huge body of evidence to show how if you're born in a place where there's very little high fructose corn syrup and very little genetically modified foods and very little antibiotics. What happens is when you come to a country where there's lots of genetically modified foods, tons of preservatives, tons of antibiotics in the cattle production, all of a sudden now you, you, you will get edematous, you gain weight because the bo your body grew up in an area where there was none of that. Like it's very true because before college, because I was in the islands till co college and on islands, we actually had fresh fruits that we ate. We had home cooked meals every day and then I, I, I didn't eat donuts. I hated donuts. I didn't eat any of that stuff. Like ice cream was a rare occur occurrence in our house. Like dessert was fruit. That's what we ate because we had yeah. fresh fruit in our yard. You just go and click mangoes and bananas and passion fruits and that's what you eat.